What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Wapoo Show. We're here in podcast format. Yeah, boy. Uh, this time it's me, it's your boy Chris, and and Juan, my lovely co-host. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so this is not a solo video. So you're welcome, guys. This is our first, like, well, not official because Chris did like a. Yeah, I did one, and I'm pretty sure a lot yeah. of you fell asleep. Uh, I've been told that I have a soft, sexy voice. Soothing. <laughs> Soothing. And it put a couple people to sleep, so yeah. that's kind of a compliment, to be honest. <laughs> but anyways, let's go ahead and jump right in, man. So we're going to be reviewing Joker. The Joker. Joker. Uh, yeah, so if you haven't seen the movie, I'm going to warn you guys right now. Spoilers. 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 We're going deep into spoiler territory. So turn off the podcast now if you haven't seen the movie. Yeah. Otherwise... Listen at your own peril. All right. Let's go ahead, man. So. Well, let's start with, you know. Let's just start with impressions, like her first impression. Yeah, well, let's let's say, you know, if you if you don't know by now, Joaquin Phoenix was uh, the lead in this role. Yeah. He's the one who plays Joker. And he goes by the name of Arthur Fleck. Arthur Fleck. Now, the movie was directed by Todd Phillips. Who did The Hangover. Who did The Hangover, yeah. yeah. Who did so the he's hangover. been a well-known director for doing, like, comedy movies. So this is really outside of his level of expertise yeah, which but. is is good because i feel like all these directors who have been out of their expertise or area where they seem to succeed the most kind of been killing it man. yeah they've been killing it they've been killing it like james wan and the horror with aquaman and yeah uh, who else who else did a, a horror that horror director that went into uh superhero stuff um oh and was, andrew muschietti's gonna yeah, do the flash the right? flash yeah that's right so, so i mean i'm pretty sure that's gonna be really good so yeah it's just yeah man it's just it's really surprising uh, just to see somebody who's come from a comedy background deliver such a disturbing film. <laughs> Not only that, but it was funny as yeah, well. Yeah, it had to like. Yeah. It had its humor in it, right? Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. But also, Robert De Niro comes out, Sassy Beats, Francis Conroy. And that's probably, I mean, everybody else. Yeah, there's not, like, there's not a I, lot of like no. players in this in this story. Uh, it's, it's a very isolated story, it's a very character driven story, which we'll get to. Yeah, uh, shortly, but yeah, I think, like I said, just going off of first impressions, did you like the movie? I I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I uh, think I'm I'm the same way. I thoroughly enjoyed it. My uh, my girlfriend, who I spoke with after watching the movie, was completely freaked out by the movie, but said that it's a good movie. So yeah. it's it's something that makes you feel a type of way, a type of way, which yeah. is what movies are supposed to do, right? Yeah. It's art. Art's supposed to make you feel something. Yeah. You're not supposed to come out and just be like, yeah. That was pretty good. It's not. It's not a uh, Hobson Shaw type style. No, hell no. It's definitely not a popcorn flick. <laughs> no. It's it's straight up, guys. It's before we get deep into the details, just to warn you guys, especially if you haven't seen the movie, which I hope you have if you're listening to this right now. But if you haven't, it's not a comic book movie. No, it's, it's being not. tailored as a comic book movie. I think simply just to get the buzz going and get the, that interest and their fan base of the DC fan base. But it's in reality, it's a, it's a character study about a guy who's slowly drifting into madness and uh it's nicely beautifully written and i think it's executed perfectly joaquin phoenix does an excellent job man definitely going to be an oscar contender yep uh, i'll even go as far as to say he might even win like best actor yes because yeah. it's it's an amazing performance that he gives us yeah it's um i don't know a lot of joaquin phoenix movies but this movie just made me a fan of it yeah so I'm forward. I'm looking forward to any other uh, Joaquin Phoenix movie that comes out there. Not only that, but this guy actually turned down several Marvel movies 
think yeah, he was, yeah. Uh, he was supposed to be to Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange and uh, somebody else. Uh, I can't remember what the other role was, but he he's been speaking with Marvel for a long time, and yeah. I think they they kind of just fell off. Of, like he he just didn't find the right movie for him. Yeah. And you can see why. He, I think he he would not fit in in a Marvel movie the way he portrays his characters, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, like you said, it's more like of a character study. It's a character study, which Marvel right. doesn't really do, right? Mm-hmm. Marvel's more genuine, like popcorn flick, family movies. So. Yeah, and then uh, this is one of the things that I enjoy the much so much about DC is the fact that they're not scared to go yeah. out of their way. And we know that these are superhero films in quotations, right? Because uh, Marvel does such a great job doing theirs. But Mar- I feel like Marvel wouldn't do this type of film. One, because it's owned by Disney. But it's just not their their norm to go yeah, out no, and, and do a little flick like this. Which is, I mean, they could with maybe with Thanos where, you know, something like that. But this movie is no, I mean, even, out there. Even in the comics, I think Marvel has been known to have some somewhat of a lighter touch in comparison to what DC kind of has. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. Marvel does have its fair share of dark stories yeah. and dark comics. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of like the updated era and this golden age of comics that we have and these movies, uh, they're definitely a more family-friendly approach. Uh, now, don't get me wrong, this isn't the first time we've seen this sort of serious kind of character study-driven uh, comic book movie. I think this kind of, I really think this one was heavily influenced by the approach that Logan took, which yeah. Logan was, uh, although it still had some elements of that sort of comic booky story, mm-hmm. in reality, it, it was character study as well of this character who's kind of been you know going through beat up and he's exhausted and he's he's lived through so much and he's just ready kind of to like retire and he's just longing for like a death right an honorable but an honorable death at that but i think it was definitely a more serious approach than what you see in more i guess family friendly stories that we get from the mcu yeah so yeah it's 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 a turn in the right direction i think for dc in terms of kind of tossing out that extended universe that they were hoping for yeah that kind of fell through after justice league came out so yeah so i mean one of the things that i really li- uh, like about this movie is that the budget yeah it was only about 65 million dollars that they did in the budget and that that's a that's a really low budget for for a movie that's supposed to be like kind of mainstream i guess because yeah usually you have movies that are like 200 million dollars yeah. 300 million dollar budgets and this one's really low budget yeah, yeah there wasn't a lot of cgi no. a lot of the effects were practical the yeah. sets were were kind of like isolated very small sets like mm-hmm. it, like the apartment yeah like 80 like percent of the movie was like in his apartment yeah, and, and then, then the the office or yeah. the little room where they turn into clowns yeah or whatever. Where he, at his job at right his job, at, yeah. at his job and then the other probably 20 30 percent is just him walking in alleyways right yeah. at random points in, the street, in yeah. gotham right so i think it's like i said it's a step in the right direction so mm-hmm. let's go ahead and, and get into the analysis aspect like we said, guys, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. We're going to start talking about some serious details of the movie and the plot. So if you haven't watched the movie, please run. <laughs> I don't know what running from a podcast is going to do. But uh, anyways, okay. So we're kind of introduced to Arthur Fleck like right off the bat. I think the movie kind of starts immediately. Like Usually you get a little bit of like an introduction. But this one, it starts off with the scene that we get in the trailer where... He's talking to his, uh, I well, guess he's yeah, a therapist yeah, like or, a therapist, yeah. or a social worker. I, I really don't know what to, con- like, she never really says what well, no, she is. Well, they, they were, I think it is a social worker. I think it's she's a social say, worker, yeah. right? So it's not, technically it's not a therapist. No. Right? Yeah. She's, she's just, just kind of like in charge of his case or something. You get much. sort of a, a little bit of background history that Arthur's been incarcerated before in an asylum. Like yeah. A, like a psych ward, I guess. 
Uh, this could be like probably like Arkham Asylum type style. Yeah, so it might have been Arkham Asylum. I yeah. think you you don't get any uh, sort of idea. I think you just get or Arkham well, was it Arkham State it, Hospital? Hospital, yeah. yeah. Which which we don't know that could be turned into the Arkham Asylum yeah, style. Arkham State uh, Hospital, which is I prison. think it might be the same hospital that Heath Ledger blew up in the Dark Knight. Oh, it could be. It looks exactly like the same yeah. set when he's you know he's walking out in the <laughs> nurse's uniform and, and stuff. He fucks up. <laughs> and he keeps trying to press the button. So uh, yeah, that might be a little co- cool callback to the Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so we get a little bit of background, um, and immediately you get this feeling that Arthur is kind of disturbed, which is weird yeah. because I didn't think that was the approach that they were going to take. I thought we were going to get introduced to like this innocent type guy who's just trying to make a living. Yeah. I mean, go check out our video. We give, like, yeah. a little theories on, on it. So, we thought that he was going to have, like, a dual personality. Yeah. And that wasn't the case. I was really um, taken away by that because we see Arthur Fleck. Yeah. And his and he, regular self. And, but he is this disturbed yeah, person, man. Like, like, you see him sitting down. He's talking with his, like, therapist, quote-unquote, I guess. Yeah. But he's smoking a cigarette. He's, well, it's the 80s. Yeah. He can smoke anywhere. Yeah, so he's smoking a cigarette. He's... He's kind of withholding. He doesn't want to answer her questions. There's even a part where she asks him about, like, you know, do you have your notebook? I told you to bring your notebook this yeah. week. Where he's supposed to be writing, like, his feelings and how his day's going. So it, for you to, for like, a therapist to recommend you to have a notebook to write your feelings, you're pretty fucked up in the yeah. head, man. Like, come on. So um, he brings it out eventually, and he's like, you know, I don't really, I just use it to write my jokes in there. Which <laughs> you, you get to see some of his jokes, and yeah. some of the jokes are a little fucked up now the cool thing about this scene and it kind of sets up the premise for the entire movie which i don't think a lot of people didn't realize at first is when she opens the book she reads the, the first joke she's like uh i hope my life makes more sense c-e-n-t-s like money oh no sense. i hope my death makes more sense, sense than yeah. my life yeah right but talking about like money sense right well that's how it's written yeah so that sets the whole premise for the entire movie because it kind of comes to fruition towards the end of the film so He's kind of on that last line, right? He's at the end of his line. He's on the edge already. Basically saying, I hope my death is worth more than my life because my life sucks right yeah. now. Yeah. So there it is. They establish the premise, which is kind of, I guess. Not only that, but we see that line come, yeah. uh, come up. It comes uh, up a lot times. of times. It yeah, comes up a lot times. of times, man. Which It's not really like a joke either. Oh. It's, it's, it's just a statement. And you kind of get that personality characteristic of, of arthur early on where he's got a weird sense of humor it's not jokes that you think oh you know it's got a funny punchline a lot of his stuff doesn't really have punchlines and that's mm-hmm. the thing and i think that's the thing with joker as well like yeah. he never really had punchlines yeah. it was just a a statement that like a joke that he always got like well, only he only understood that, a joke not only that but uh, during one point in the movie he works as a clown for like hire i guess yeah, yeah people yeah. hire these clowns for entertainment like, purposes advertising adverti- yeah exactly something like that and then, uh, well, he get ends up getting fired, right? Because yeah. he brought a gun that, to a hospital. Oh yeah, yeah. So let's 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 <laughs> let's, let's, w- let's yeah let's explain why he had the gun in the first place. Well, I wanted to talk about because yeah. when he gets fired, he's like, oh, I forgot to punch out. Yeah. And he goes to the punch box and he's punching it. With yeah. His, and it kind of correlates with what you're saying that it's there's no punchline to his jokes. Yeah. You know, so he actually he's actually he's, doing the punching when he. And that, yeah, that's the thing about his joke is that he's he's not coming off as joking; it's coming mm-hmm. off as him being literal. Right? Yeah, yeah. He's literally saying what he's what he's feeling, and he thinks to him it's a joke, right? Yeah, but he said that what what it was really funny about this though is the fact that it's a joke, and he kind of 
expressed it by going up to the thing yeah. and actually punching it. So, like you, like I'm saying, it, it kind of it's kind of like a yeah. punchline, right? So, uh, one thing funny. too, like before we start building up to like the kind of his transition, I guess we say his metamorphosis into the Joker. Um, there was a lot of cool kind of character details that they added to this new rendition mm-hmm. of the Joker. One being the laugh, the laughing condition that he has. Yeah. Which we end up finding out a lot of details about and how he came to have that condition towards the end of the movie, which we'll get to. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so apparently he has a condition where he laughs uncontrollably and the laughing does not reflect his emotion. Mm-hmm. It's even said that during pain, he'll laugh. Well, I think what we saw the most on was the fact that he would cry and he was laughing. Yeah. Right. That's that's the most that we saw that condition come up in. And it looked almost like it was painful. Yeah. There was times where he was covering his mouth and it, it would cause him to cough and he was holding his throat. He's like, <gasps> like he's yeah. trying to gasp for air and he's like, shit, dog, I can't stop laughing. Yeah. And I think I've had times where I'm laughing that fucking hard too. And I'm like, shit, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're trying to catch your breath. Yeah. You, you get to that point where you sound like a damn Windex bottle. Like, <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, so I thought that was a cool little twist to add to the character, man. Yeah. I was like, man, this dude's got a laughing condition. So now it makes sense for him to be, you know, he's a clown and it's all part of his, like, shtick, which they even make a little play on mm-hmm. in the movie. Like, there's some detectives that come, you know, start investigating. He's like, hey, do you really have that condition or is that part of your, your act? Like, he's like, what the fuck out. do you think? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck do you think, man? So, and that that's a cool little line, too, because it could possibly be part of his act. And once you... Once you realize what the ending is, and we'll talk about that more too, because yeah. in the end, maybe it's all an act, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So going back into like sort of the beginning of the film and sort of how it kind of progresses, but uh, he ends up getting. I think he's doing like an advertising gig outside like some kind of store that's going out of business. Music store, yeah. yeah music some kids, some punk ass kids, like steal his sign and they start fucking with him and they they kick his ass. Yeah. Which it, which you see in the trailer. It's something you see in the trailer, right? So that's like the first kind of turning point. That's like the first stepping stone and towards his metamorphosis. To well, Joker, right? from from where we start. Yeah, from where we start. Because it seems like he gets his ass kicked almost every yeah, day. Yeah, <laughs> he's got like bruises all over his yeah. body. So yeah, he gets his ass kicked. Um, next thing that happens is that he his boss calls him to the office. He's like, hey, the what? owner of that store says where's his sign? He wants his sign back. He's like, and he's like, where were you? You just disappeared and stuff. And he's like, and Arthur's kind of like trying to explain himself. And while he's trying to explain himself, he's trying to contain himself because he's. Whenever he gets uncomfortable or he's got this sort of anxiety, it starts to bring out the laughter. Yeah, yeah, the laughter. So it's he's trying. You can see during this entire scene, he's trying to like control himself, and he's like in pain, trying to hold this in. Yeah. Because he's he's uncomfortable. He's freaking out, and basically, uh, you know, they threaten him that like he's gonna lose his job. Right. So he's yeah. like, man, you need to get that fucking sign back. Well, not only that, but his boss doesn't believe him that he got jumped. Yeah. He so. doesn't believe him that he got jumped by kids. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck would they jump you for a sign? Yeah. You know? So he's like, please get the, the sign back to the guy. He's like, I don't got the sign, man. <laughs> so, so why would I take it? Yeah. Like, why would I keep it? Why would like, I keep no... a sign? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which, which makes is, sense. That was a funny little yeah. reaction. He was like, why would I keep a sign? <laughs> yeah. Right? And it's a going out of business sign. Yeah. So I thought that was a cool little exchange. And it shows a lot about Arthur's character, how he has this sort of helpless mentality. But he's also got this sort of contained sort of creepiness about him. Yeah. And uh, right after this scene, it cuts to him in the alleyway kicking garbage, like bags yeah. of garbage. Which we thought, we thought it could, well, a lot of people speculate in. I, I thought so too, that it, it could have been a body. Yeah, no, 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 definitely. He's just literally kicking trash. He's just exerting his frustration yeah, and he's pissed. And it gets more and more aggressive. He's like kicking the shit out of his bag. Mm-hmm. He even starts stomping it at one, at one point. And then 
what's crazy, and I think what a lot of people don't notice is that anger is the one emotion that doesn't make them laugh. Yeah. Which is really interesting. So if you watch the entire movie, all the scenes where he's getting angry, he doesn't laugh. He's With able to mom, control and contain himself. When he finds out about his mom and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. So it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy. It's a nice little touch to add to the character is that anger is the one thing that lets him feel at ease. Like exerting himself, like just getting this frustration out, getting and that we'll, weight off his shoulders. We'll get to that once we explain yeah. a little bit more because there's... We, we see a lot of that more towards towards the end, middle and ending. Of yeah, the middle movie. and ending, like those turning points. Mm -hmm. uh, so after this, he kind of uh, goes back home. You find out he lives with his mom. Uh, his mom used to work for Thomas Wayne, which we yeah. found out. Um, she's kind of like, she's kind of, I don't know if she's ill. She's just really old. She looks old. I don't yeah. think she's ill. I yeah. think she's just old. She looks after, he, I mean, he looks after her. He yeah. like bathes her and feeds her and they kind of just like watch TV. And we find out that the, he checks the mail every day. Yeah. So she writes letters apparently to Thomas Wayne. You don't know yet at this point. Yeah. What it's for. Yeah. What so it he's is. just like, you know, she keeps telling him, Hey, happy. So this is the one thing she calls him happy. happy. And we'll explain why she calls him happy. You actually find out why towards the end of the movie, which is a, a beautiful touch in, this, in sort of this character development for Arthur Fleck. But, yeah, we'll go back to that. So, yeah, she writes notes for Thomas Wayne and has uh, Arthur kind of mail them yeah. to, to, to Thomas Wayne. And she's always waiting. He's like, hey, has he responded yet? And he's like, Mom, you need to, you need to get over this. He's not going to respond. Yeah. You worked for him for, like, 30, 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, so she's always waiting and asking him, man, have they responded? She like, she like idolizes him. Yeah, she thinks he's like this, this great, outstanding, honorable like this man. white knight that's gonna save yeah. the city, and he's like and save them. Yeah, she says a a, a really interesting line. It's like when she, when he sees how we're living, he's gonna feel bad for us. Yeah, right. So it's really weird. So you know that automatically that the mom. And Thomas Wayne had this weird relationship, and even Arthur thinks it's kind of strange. Yeah. Um, after this, he kind of. Uh, well, he goes back to his job. Yeah, he he's just going back to his job. He he runs into one of his best friends, I guess, at the time that works with him, and he's like, "Hey, Arthur, I heard you got your ass kicked. You need to really protect yourself out there, man." Yeah. So he ends up giving Arthur a gun. A gun. But he was like, kind of like, "Hey, you owe me one." Yeah, he told him, you owe me one. I'm just going to give you, he's like, you can't, like, we can't have guns. Like, what the yeah. fuck? And there, as soon as he opens and realizes that it was a gun, Arthur almost started laughing, right? Yeah. He was immediately felt uncomfortable. He's trying to contain the laugh again. He's like, oh, shit, like, <laughs> it's a gun, right? Yeah. So he ends up keeping the gun. That is kind of uncomfortable yeah. when you think about so, it. So he ended up keeping the gun. Um, it then cuts to him sort of... Uh, he meets Zazie Beetz's character, Sophie. Sophie, I think is her name. Oh yeah, right after yeah, that. Yeah, right he's after that. Home. Right there, he, he's in the elevator, oh, and she kind of runs in. Yeah. And they have this little weird sort of exchange, right? And uh, God damn it, dude, was that the camera? Yeah. Right. Son of Screw a bitch. Let's just let's just keep going. Fuck it. <laughs> damn, GoPro keeps shutting off, man. I don't know why it does that. But um, yeah. So they have this weird exchange where she like kind of, you know looks at him and she tells him like it's the kids like keeps repeating her and she's yeah. kind of annoyed by her daughter and he she looks at arthur and kind of puts her she does like the gunshot to her head kind yeah of thing, like, but it's funny because he just got a gun yeah that's what's funny too I, he yeah. literally just got a well, it's gun not funny but like it yeah it kind of makes sense towards everything that's being connected in this movie yeah, it's kind of it's ironic right it's ironic like, yeah. yeah that's the word that's the word so yeah, so he ends up he does it back at her. He's yeah. like, you know, but he, in a weird, yeah. creepy way. It was a really queer. He like he waited till they got out of the elevator yeah. and they were walking to their rooms, 
and he kind of saw where her room was. Then he turned and was like, hey. And then yeah. he does it right back at her, right? And then from there... That was a really weird exchange. You 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 see that they end up having a relationship after that. Like, they kind of start... Well, he follows her. Yeah. So he follows... I think the very next day, actually. Yeah, he follows her He everywhere. follows her to her work. He, he followed her to where to she school. dropped off her daughter at school. And yeah. then from there, he followed her. And you find out that she works at the Gotham State Bank. Yes. So, or the Gotham Savings Bank, or Something whatever the like hell that. it's called. Yeah. And then he no, he doesn't follow her inside. He just kind of smiles. And then and it comes back. back. She ends up knocking on his door. It's like, hey, <laughs> were you following me? And he's like, what? You know? And then they say this really funny line. She's like, were you going to, like, rob the bank? Yeah. Because <laughs> if you are, like, that'd be awesome, you know? And she, he's like, no, but I have a gun. I can go tomorrow. <laughs> so that was really funny ass line. Like, man, these dudes are really fucked up. He's like, I'll go rob that shit tomorrow, man. Just for you. So yeah, they end up developing this relationship after that scene, right? Yeah. They they start hanging out more. They end up, you know, kind of going on. He dates. invites. He tells her. He tells her that he's a comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's like, well, she should come check him out and stuff yeah, like and this. She's like, maybe I, I will. Just let me know when or whatever. And then you start getting this sort of. Uh, I want to say like this is where the where the movie kind of picks up pace a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah where the tension starts rising, and that's one thing about this movie is that it's in constant tension the entire time. Well, that's because it the reason why it picks up like that is because right after all that all that happens, he goes and works a gig at a hospital where yeah. cancer kids are. Yeah, and he's uh, doing the if you know it, clap your hands gig. Yeah, or song or whatever, and uh, he's stomping his feet at one part, and the gun drops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And that's what that's what really got yes. him fired. So yeah, he he drops the gun while he's performing at this hospital with kids, and he's yeah. just like, oh! and he tried to play it off like yeah. it was like a prop, a prop. part of his. Well, yeah, show. His, his boss calls him. He's like, yeah. what, dude, what the hell are you doing? He's like, who brings a gun yeah. to a children's hospital? He's like, it's part of my my act. It's it's you yeah. know. Yeah, and the guy's like, nah, I'm not gonna buy that. Yeah, so that's that that scene kind of like set the framework and like the like the foundation yeah, for like this progression upward of him like. Yeah, because this job was like. It sort of kept him a little, a little grounded. Yeah. Because it, he brought joy to people, whether, you know, it was a gig or whatever. He got beat up. Uh, towards the end, doesn't matter. But he felt like he was funny in the costume or something. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. Because he he even tells the boss like, I really love this job. It's yeah, that's like, his thing. He's trying to bring joy. Yeah. Right. Which is so strange because you get that he's deranged at the yeah. very beginning, but he does find some joy in making people laugh and making people smile right so he does thoroughly enjoy the the clown job mm-hmm. and then the fact that he he loses the job the one thing that he had the only source of revenue that he had yeah. was a serious tipping point for him and then this is where we get the kind of the main scene i think this is the like the central sort of scene right yeah i feel like uh, i don't know personally i feel like this is what how he became yeah exactly yeah. this is this was a turning point right this was yeah. the full on like breaking through his yeah. shell so he's he's on a train home uh there's a couple of drunk wall street guys that are on the train with him as well yeah in but the subway it seems like he's just there yeah he's like, just sitting there he's minding his own business there's another woman on on the on the uh subway as well and then these guys kind of come in all fucked up they're drunk wasted and they're kind of you know messing with this girl you know yeah. like drunk guys you know it's yeah. like, hey kind of catcalling her and stuff and it makes arthur uncomfortable so we all know what happens when he gets uncomfortable he starts laughing and they notice the laugh, and they're like, hey, what the hell are you laughing at? What's so funny? Yeah. And eventually end up kicking his ass. Yeah. So, you have to remember, Arthur has the gun on him at this point. 
So they start stomping on him and, you know, beating him and for like a couple of, I guess, seconds. Yeah. And then you see this kind of switch flip in Arthur's well, face. Well, not even that. We didn't, yeah. I, I, didn't, I don't, well, there was no switch, right? You see his face where he's like, he's kind of just yeah. like, he grunt, he grunts. And then as soon as he turns around, he's, he goes John Wick on these motherfuckers, dude. <laughs> but it kind of like, the screen like turns black. Yeah, it turns black like, from the lights, right? Yeah, yeah, it just turns black and then the first shot is heard. Boom. Yeah. And then and then right after, like it's a really quick like. Yeah, and they're, and they're kill shots. They're not yeah. like in the leg or in the arm. He's shooting Except him in the, the chest. Yeah, he's shooting him in the chest and the other one, I think he's shot in the head. Right or in something. the head, yeah. So yeah. there's, and then one of them ends up escaping. He shoots him in the back. And, and like, then, like in the calf or something. Yeah, like in that, the but. calf or something. He's like limping away. He yeah. gets off the subway, and Arthur kind of recomposes himself. And he's like, "Oh shit!" And then he's I like, can't "I got go. yeah, yeah, I can't let him live." So he goes <laughs> and he and he hunts the other one down. And uh, real hardcore and, and, too. Yeah, finishes him. Dude, he empties the clip on his ass. Da, 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 da. But um, he kind of freaks out. Yeah, he freaks like, out like for he, a little bit. He, like freaks out, and then he's just like, "All right, I gotta go." <laughs> yeah, so he takes off. He ends up running up, and that's where you see that scene on the. On the trailer where he's like hauling ass with his bag yeah. and he's doing like the really high knee run. He's like <laughs> with his big clown shoes. But that's how he runs. No, he didn't have clown shoes. I don't think he, he, actually... he didn't have oh, his clown maybe, shoes maybe, on. Maybe, I think maybe, he still yeah, had his clown he... shoes on. No, because in in the right after that he does the tai chi. Um, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and he's, he wearing, have... he's wearing. He's uh... wearing. So that's just probably how he runs. Yeah, that's why he runs. Creepy little yeah freaking Luigi run type <laughs> shit, dude. Yeah. But yeah, so after this he kind of escapes off into like a restroom, and breather. You see this weird. I like to call it the metamorphosis scene, uh, kind of like a like the transition when he's changing. He's literally changing into this, like his mind's kind of like restructuring itself, and he's yeah. becoming this darker version that's always been there. It's always existed, but he's kind of letting it show itself. So he starts doing some like tai chi. Yeah, it's like a dance. Like which um... that's one of the things that kind of bothered me a little bit. It was a little minor details. Like he, it looked there was points where he was legit doing tai chi because he was doing all the hand motions. Which I don't know how the fuck he knows Tai Chi. How do, what do you call what do you call that dance? Like when you inter- interpret? Yeah, it's interpretive dancing. Yeah, it seems yeah. it seems something like that. Like, but man, but there like was the yeah, there was stuff. legit ass scenes where he's doing the Tai Chi movements. Yeah. You know, he's like pushing the water, <laughs> and he's just so. He, That's why just Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> and what oh, we like what we got from this is basically that he was relaxed. Yeah, he was. He felt relieved. He felt like he had this weight lifted off his shoulder, yeah. and he was kind of just. He was like high. I want to say he was like high. Man. high he had yeah. to like this high, this adrenaline, and he was kind of just living in the moment. And he's like dancing, and he's looking at himself in the mirror, which was like very kind of like it gave me like a Martin Scorsese vibe to it because of you know just sort of he was like admiring himself. Like yeah, man, I, I just say, fucking killed those guys. Yeah, and I was gonna say he gives a smile. Yeah, he smiles. He does a little weird smile yeah. and looking at himself in the mirror. He's like man, but is that his uncomfortable yeah. smile? Yeah. He's like, you did that. Yeah, that was fucking that. awesome. Like yeah. he felt, he felt great after doing that, mm-hmm. man. Which you get a callback to towards the end of the film, and we'll talk about that. But uh, yeah, so after this, it's all downhill for Arthur, pretty much. Or uphill if you see it in this. Oh aspect. yeah, or uphill. <laughs> Maybe for him for it was him, an uphill. Yeah. Nah, but it went, it, it went downhill real quick. Yeah, his personality has completely changed. Mm-hmm. He, uh, the next day, he goes back to get his shit from his job, from his locker, mm-hmm. um, and that's when he does the punch the out. He's like, oh shit, I forgot to punch out. He approaches his friend because he finds out that his friend had snitched on him about having the gun to his boss. Yeah. So he's like, you know, hey, why didn't you, you were the one that gave me the gun. It was your gun. He's like, why the fuck would you say that? Yeah. He's like, oh, sorry, I forgot to punch out. And that's when he breaks the punch out machine with his fist. Yeah. He literally beats the damn thing off the wall. And then he, he storms off. Yeah. And then from there, I think he starts, he does the comedy gig, right? 
nothing that came before. Or was it before? I somewhere was, in between, right? It was before because at this point, um, he starts to go home and his and the ambulance is outside his house because his mom got sick. Oh yeah, you're then, right. It was before then. Yeah, and the reason, but the comedy scene wasn't too important. It was quick, right? Yeah. It's just all you have to know is that he. Like I think it, the main point of it is that he tries to do the comedy thing. It doesn't work out for him. He's not funny. I think he only did it because, he, well, we haven't talked about the rest, but the girl, uh, I don't know her name in the movie. Sophie. Sophie. Yeah. Sophie ends up being at the comedy. Yeah, date, she's so. there to go see him. But so you, that little scene's like a date. It's it's part of it's part of his character though. He, yeah. It's his dream to be a comedian. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't talk about, it, but he, him and his mom watch a talk show. The well, Murray, the Murray show, it's the like, Murray something show. It's kind of like Jimmy Fallon, the Tonight yeah. Show type esque type thing with Robert De Niro's character, and Arthur idolizes this guy. He mm-hmm. wants to be him. There's even a part where he's kind of daydreaming that he's on the show. Oh yeah. And Murray calls him. He's like, "Come on to the stage, <laughs> Arthur." And uh, yeah, he has this whole daydreaming scene. So yeah, you 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 get the feeling that he really idolizes this guy. Uh-huh. He wants to be this it's famous. Like a- he wants to be a, com- a comedian, man. He wants to be seen. He wants to be noticed. So I think part of that is what sets up that relationship, right? Him going to the comedy club and trying to pursue that dream, that goal. Yeah. But he struggles, right? He goes up there. He's nervous immediately. He, he can't control his laugh. Because so he feels uncomfortable. He feels uncomfortable. So he starts laughing uncontrollably. He can't even say the jokes. Like, he has a really hard time. He says one. One joke. And, and it's terrible. Yeah. And it's kind of like just dead silence. But it plays as if it was successful, right? You yeah. see people laughing and then you find out, uh, oh, something's a little weird a little about weird, this, yeah. right? And we'll talk about that later. So yeah, he's done the comedy gig thing and then he, you know, he kills the guys on the subway. So from here, he kind of go, goes home and like you said, he finds out his mom's sick, the ambulance is there. This is when he meets the two detective guys yeah, as well. because he's the one, the detectives are the one that kind of were asking questions and yeah. the mom freaked out. Yeah. She got a stroke, I think. She yeah, had she, had, she had a stroke. They yeah. were questioning her about Arthur because you find out that Arthur's boss had actually called the police saying that, hey, this guy works as a clown. He's He had a gun on him. And that, yeah. was, the, that was the thing, right? They All the police had was that it was a person that looked like a clown. And had a clown he, mask. Had a clown mask type. Mm-hmm. And he killed these guys, right? Yeah. So that was the lead. And they went and questioned his mom. And she freaked out. And she had a stroke. And he meets them at the hospital. And he's like, what the fuck? Why'd you... What the hell did you tell her? Why'd yeah. she have a stroke? He's like, you know, what? where were you doing? Like, why, why'd you have a gun? He's like, oh, it's a prop. It's part of my gig, man. <laughs> and then uh, they're like, so we hear you have a condition. Is it part of your... That's the whole thing, right? Yeah, is it part of your thing. act? And he's like, what the fuck do you think? Yeah, which so, is which is kind of like, are you being serious still? Or are you just yeah, fucking yeah, with yeah. us, right? Like, yeah, you, they can't tell, right? So they, they're suspicious already of him. As mm-hmm. soon as they meet him, right out the back. Like, they meet him and he's like, okay, yeah, something's up with this guy. They give this sort of look. Yeah. He tries to go into the hospital and he smashes into the damn door because it's a glass door and it's an exit only door. Yeah. So he smashes into it and then it's, he's waiting there for it to open and the detective's like, it's an exit only, right? <laughs> he's so he, he, hand, like... he waits for somebody to come out and then it opens yeah. and then he goes in, right? So it was a little bit of an awkward moment for him yeah. and just piling on just like the shit that he has to deal with. Like yeah. it's just his life sucks, man. Yeah, it, it, it is horrible. So then uh, it cuts to him sitting in the hospital's mom. Sophie's there with him. Yeah, and kind she kind of comforting like, him. Pretty much. Yeah. And um, next thing you know, she kind of goes away to go get some coffee. And, and then never see her again. Well, not only that, they give you the clips yeah. of what happened between the comedy club and... Oh, no, sorry. Between the time that she goes up to the apartment and says, uh, Hey, were you following me? To the point where he kisses her. 
to the yeah, comedy yeah, thing, yeah. all the way to the hospital, and it and it was just imagination. It was yeah. all in imagination. He created sort of that whole. So, you know, Sophie was never really with him. Yeah, they were. They were that relationship never, never existed. Happened. The only thing I think the only thing that really happened was the elevator sort yeah. of the scene that's interaction. It. That was the last. That was the only interaction they had, and it kind of just he breached and created this relationship in mm-hmm. his mind, right? As because if they he, were because he felt like he well. You know he needs somebody. Yeah, he needed somebody, he and needs he somebody. kind of, he kind of just adopted her and yeah. plugged her in his in his mind, and created this make believe relationship, which I is crazy, the, man. I think it was the whole thing with the gun. Yeah, the whole thing with the gun, and he felt like they connected. And yeah, all right, you're my imaginary girlfriend now. <laughs> yeah. So it, that happens, and then um, sometimes, well, before before the mom got sick, you you find out that Arthur ends up, you know, like kind of no, it, one it's, of the it's, letters. It's while the mom is sick. No, because she's in the restroom. No, no, no. It's it's no, wow. Well, the, the, the last time the mom said, "Hey, make sure you deliver that to the mail so it can get picked up." Oh, that's he, right. Yeah, that's right. Read, yeah, yeah, yeah. He reads it and then the the letter's fucked up, man. Yeah, it's talking he, about hey, your son and I. Yeah, and you're and it's directed to Thomas Wayne. You're like in the theater at the edge of you say, "What the hell?" Yeah. So <laughs> you find out that apparently he's Thomas Wayne's son. illegitimate son, yeah. right? The bastard son, like he so, banged the the, the maid <laughs> yeah. and had a kid apparently. So and she's asking for like money. And pretty shit. much, yeah, because well, she feels entitled to it. Yeah, they're poor, they're living rough, yeah. man. So, so he's like, he goes up to her and he's like, "Hey, uh, what the hell is this?" Yeah, you know? why didn't you tell me? Why are you lying to me? And yeah. She's like, "I need you to calm down." Yeah, I'll talk to you. If you want to yeah, calm down. And it's so, like, all right, all right, I'm yeah, not mad anymore. <laughs> that's like one big character development you get for Arthur, and he ends up going to the Wayne Manor. And he runs into Bruce. Yeah, which uh, which we was all like knew. a yeah, which was a really weird scene, man. It yeah, was very was, uncomfortable. He was really awkward too. Bruce was really awkward. It was, I felt like it was almost like a like a Pennywise fucking with the children type yeah, scene, man. It was. It, that's what it I had like it like. vibes to it. He's like doing magic and trying to get Bruce to come closer. <laughs> well, it, it could be like yeah. a little like a little homage or yeah, man. It was whatever. really it was really like eerie, like uncomfortable, like the yeah. way he was kind of. And then he kind of. He tells them like I I can't remember what he tells well, them. He's just like he's basically just like hey, um, well he's doing the magic stuff right, and then he's like, "What's your name?" And then we all knew that this was Bruce. Yeah, I, he I says, didn't expect them to say, "Hey, my name is Bruce." Yeah, I thought that was badass. Yeah, he's like Bruce. Cool. So you kind of solidify, okay, that's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and then uh, he, and then he like makes a smile. Yeah, that's the thing. He puts his fingers in his mouth and yeah. forces him to smile. Like, and then out of nowhere, you see this guy coming in. Hey. What the hell? He's like, what get you your doing? hands off him. What are you doing? And it's fucking Alfred, <laughs> <That's> Alfred. dude. <laughs> Alfred Pennyworth, well, dog. Here, we're assuming that it's Alfred, right? Because it's the most logical thing. Yeah. He took care of Bruce since he I was looked little. it up on IMDb. The guy it's was playing Alfred. Alfred. Okay, It's cool. Alfred. It's Alfred then. So, chunky Alfred yeah. at least. But, uh, and I don't with know. With a beard too. Oh, yeah. Well, with, he, with he, a, he had, he had yeah. like a little goatee. And it was like a, it was like a bitch version of Alfred because there's a point where, uh, Arthur grabs him by the neck and starts yeah. choking his ass out because he won't let him in. He's like, Alfred's kind of sounds like he's not your father. Yeah, your mom's crazy. He's like, don't call my mom fucking crazy. He starts choking <laughs> him out, and Arthur, I mean Alfred's just kind of like there, helpless. Yeah. Like, which you find out like that's not the Alfred where you speak. Apparently, Alfred's like a, he's supposed to be a badass man. Yeah, he's got his own series now where he's like <laughs> exactly. the spy or something. So yeah. like, what the fuck? But uh, yeah, so that was a cool little scene to have, man, really of cool like scene. the sort of Batman universe. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so he ends up after choking out Alfred, he like just runs off. Yeah. Right. And then it cuts to the. Um... Damn it! I'm trying to remember what 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 immediately comes after that. It's the 
I think he tries to approach Thomas Wayne, right? Oh, he goes. Yeah. He oh goes no, he to goes the to the he goes to the hospital, right? Is that the hospital? No, no, no. He goes no. to the play. Yeah, yeah he goes. He goes, to the, he goes to the play where like the riots happening, and yeah. he tries to run into. He tries to confront Thomas Wayne. Well, he does. Yeah, so he gets into the restroom and he confronts but him. It wasn't even a play. It was like a movie theater. Yeah, and that was uh, uh, Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, and it's funny because you know Charlie Chaplin is a comedian's type of style. Yeah, he was almost like a clown himself. But he right? didn't talk. Yeah, he didn't say anything. He didn't say anything. And no, people thought he was, was funny. funny. So that's 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 a cool little homage that Charlie yeah. Chaplin that they threw in there. But yeah, so he runs into Thomas Wayne in the restroom and yeah. he confronts him about the hey, I know who you are. My mom told me everything, and he's like, oh god, are you, are you Penny's <laughs> son? So Thomas Wayne already knew right off the bat who uh, he was. So well, it tells he, he, you yeah, because he he found out that he had yeah, come by earlier. He, he, Alfred told him the whole thing, and uh, so uh, ima- immediately you get this feeling that okay, there is some history with Thomas Wayne and mm-hmm. his mom, and you find out that. Uh, Penny was crazy, right? Arthur's mom was crazy. Thomas gives him this whole explanation that, hey, your mom wasn't, like, we had to send her to the psych ward. She was crazy. She had, like, sort of, you know. She was mentally ill. She was mentally so. ill. She was making up all this stuff in yeah. the head. You were adopted. He's like, what? He's like, I wasn't adopted. Right. He just literally threw that on. He's like, yeah. by the way, you're adopted. <laughs> so that was, like, this whole thing. And then Arthur freaks out about the whole thing. And then yeah. Thomas punches him right in the fucking face. Yeah, but at the same time, Arthur was like, I don't want anything from you. Yeah, he's like, I don't want anything from you. I just want you to be a damn person. Yeah, and and give me a hug. Yeah, give me a hug, damn <laughs> it. Some sympathy. And then he's like, give me a hug, dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was kind of weird. That was pretty funny. <laughs> he's was like, funny. hug me, dad, you bastard. <laughs> but yeah, so then he ends up punching him in the yeah. face because he started he started doing the uncontrollable laughing again. Yeah. He was uncomfortable. And then it cuts to Arthur going to the to the Arkham to State Hospital, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, to, yeah, to the, to the hospital. Yeah, because... He, he wants he, to find out the truth. He does go home and he's like fixing his nosebleed and stuff. Yeah. And he sit, he ends up sitting in the refrigerator. Oh, yeah. Which was, was really weird. fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. He's like, damn, I'm hot. He like takes his clothes off, <laughs> takes all the shit out of the refrigerator and sits inside the refrigerator. He's like just meditating in the fridge. So, um, yeah, the, the, he ends the, up going to the hospital. After because that. he wants to find out what if everything is true, right? About his mom, yeah. And the reason why he kind of wants to go there and find out if it's true is because his mom was telling him something else. Yeah. That... Thomas Wayne, they had an affair or whatever. She they made were her, he, he made her sign a contract, like yeah. a non-disclosure, non-disclosure agreement. Non-disclosure, yeah, all that and stuff. And like they had to make up that he was adopted and all this crap. Which is just something that the movie does really well because it kind of it kind of gives you a trip. Yeah. It kind of like, oh wait, is he his son? What, what is, is that the way they're going with this? Yeah. And then like, no. And then it's like he's adopted, yeah, but the mom keeps telling you a story, and you're like, "Whoa, what?" That's the, the hell? crazy thing. So like, I think a lot of people are like, "Oh shit, is Joker yeah. gonna be Batman's like brother?" Bro- brother? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? That's why he went. Yeah. That's why he went to the to the to the to the manor, and he was doing the magic and all that yeah. stuff because he thought you know that, that, that was, was his, his brother. brother. But uh, he ends up going to the hospital and he tries to he he requests the documents about like his mom. He's like, hey, and he's talking to the clerk. Mm-hmm. Um, and then while they're talking, the clerk sounds like, wait, why do you want this information? It's like, oh, I'm just trying to figure out. You know, my mom was here a couple years ago. So what does somebody have to do to like to to end up in here? Do they have to commit a crime? And then he's like, well, they kind of, they kind of just, what do you say? He's like, some of them do crime. Some of them are just, they have nowhere else to go. Yeah, some of them are just crazy. And uh, he oh. ends up, he's like, why? Is Are you the son? And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the son. Mm-hmm. And uh, from there, he, the guy, the clerk opens the file and he starts reading the file. And he's like, oh, you're the son for real. He's like, yes. He's like, why? <laughs> He's like, I can't give you these files. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. I need your mom here to sign for these. And 
you start wondering like, why the fuck won't he give him the files? He was yeah. just about to hand him them. Yeah. And then uh, from there, he kind of just starts. He's like, all right, give me the damn files. He grabs the files. He pulls them out. He starts taking off, and he he goes to like a stairway. And from the stairway, he starts reading what's in there, and then you find out some fucked up shit, man. This is yeah. like the I don't honestly. This is like the big like load of being dropped on you in the whole movie. Pretty much. I mean, I mean, any kind of load like that would would really mess up somebody. Yeah. Like really mess up somebody, but because uh, not only that, I think somewhere I think it was Thomas that like your your father abused you or your, yeah, or yeah, your yeah. her boyfriend abused you. Her boyfriend abused. Yeah, you. and uh, it happens to be that he actually like. Yeah, he was telling the truth. He was man. telling the truth. The I mom mean, was, was lying. Um, you find out that the mom actually was a bit damaged in the mind herself. Mm-hmm. She suffered suffered from narcissism, and uh, self composure. Yeah, something, so, like, something that. like that. And she, they, the reason they put him in the psych ward was for neglect on the child. So she, Arthur was. He finds out he was adopted, and that they would abandon him, and that the boyfriend would beat him. Yeah. And then you also find out why she calls him happy. So they would beat him, and they thought he was because ha- he would continue to laugh as they were whooping his ass. Yeah, which is they kind of gave him that condition. So they called him happy because every time they would beat him, he would just laugh, and she was like, "Oh, he was just always so, so happy,", happy. <laughs> which he was actually in pain, but he was yeah. laughing like it's just part of that condition. So it's yeah. it's a fucked up turn of events, man. Yeah, and he gets all this loaded on, him, and I think that's it. That's the final thing where he's like. Boom, I'm like, I'm done. That's Joker, dude. Like, yeah. he then goes to the hospital and uh, approaches his mom, and she's, like, already unconscious and shit, and she's not even responding. Uh, I think she I think she was conscious. Her, I, I think, well, they don't show her face. She doesn't respond, It's right? kind of blurry. Yeah. I, I, I feel, well, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I thought I heard her talk. No, like, I don't uh, think she Maybe, talked. like, a little noise or something like that. Maybe I'm just tripping myself. But he's kind of, he confronts her. He's like, you yeah. fucking lied to me and all this shit, and he ends up. Killing her. Killing her. Suffocating Puts, uh, yeah. with a pillow. And boom, like that's it. That's one that's another kill on his on his hit list. Yeah. And then Um not let's let's talk a little bit before that because he ends up um when he does the, the comedy gig at Pogo's, it ends up being shown at, at Murray's show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, he acknowledges that he's being made fun of and stuff like that and he's kind of upset at the fact that oh yeah we completely person. skipped this. Yeah, yeah. damn man. Yeah. That, that, that happens when his mom first gets sent to the hospital. Yeah, he so, sees yeah. it. And, and um, they make fun of his ass. You see yeah, it on the trailer. Yeah. But that's a turning point too. Right? For his him, his yeah. idol is literally making fun of him. Yeah. So he's losing all this shit that he has. Pretty like, much. I mean, everything like, he has to live for is just basically being ripped yeah. from him. I mean, his life just sucks, man. So, and uh, so he gets a call from a publicist. Yeah. And he's like, "Hey, we, the ratings were great. Do you want to come on the show?" And he's like, "Yeah, I mean, I guess let's go on the show." Right. He just killed his mom. But he hasn't. He he's he already pre-planned what he's gonna do for the show. Yeah, he does this after, right? He's yeah. he's like a, he's kind of studying. He's studying and he's like practicing. An actor, somebody, yeah. He's practicing, and then this is where you get that callback to sort of uh, that joke that you hear at the beginning about mm-hmm. I hope my death makes more sense than my life. Yeah. You see him practicing for the interview, and he tells a joke, and the joke, the punchline for the joke is him shooting himself, himself in the head. Yeah. Which is calling back to that joke. I hope my death makes more sense than yeah. my life. So he's trying to make a statement on live television by killing himself. Oh, not only that, the statement had already been made. Yeah. Uh, when he killed the three Wall Street guys. Yeah. Because, yeah, well, if you're rich and got them, you're entitled. Yeah, life. so that's the whole thing too, right? So we have to talk about that. There's this whole background conflict going on about Thomas Wayne running for mayor. and like. Well, the, he didn't want to run for mayor. 
now he, he, uh, he during, when when the deaths of those Wall Street people, yeah, came, yeah, that's when he, he was just like, kind of right. like decided to run for mayor. Which is strange because in 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 every iteration of Thomas Wayne, he always was always for the people. Yeah, and in this movie, it's more like for himself. I didn't get that. I felt like he just put himself above everybody. Like he said, he was the only one that can help these people. I have to help these people well, live better lives. The right? reason why I said that is because he didn't want to run for mayor, and everybody knew that if he ran for mayor, they you know the he would try to level out how the city was. Yeah. But until the three Wall Street people died, that's when he decided, you know what, I'm gonna go up and and do it. Yeah, he felt like it was a call of action. Yeah. Like a call to action. He had no no other way. Like he's like, okay, this city is already going. It's lost its way. Like yeah. Gotham's lost its way, yeah. right? It's on the trailer. Yeah. So he ends up. He's like, I gotta, I gotta help them. Yeah. I'm the only one that can help them. And he calls the lower life people of Gotham clowns, right? Clowns, because yeah. they they choose not to live better lives. They're putting themselves in this situation. They don't want to better themselves. I'm the only one that can better themselves. And he yeah. kind of does that pitch, and he creates a divide, right? Which is a punch in the gut yeah. to everybody who, who calls them all clowns. Yeah. Man. That's kind of fucked up, and that's why they all start wearing clown, clown masks. masks. To kind of riot against him, and then it even fuels them more after Joker ends up killing those guys on the cloud. subway because they're like, "Oh, fuck yeah! That somebody did a movement for us. Let's riot against the rich. Fuck the rich. Yeah, let the poor rise above, and you create this whole sort of uh, rebellion, rebellion, right? Yeah, Which he was inadvertently trying. He had nothing to do with it. It just kind of happened. Yeah, it just kind of sparked on its yeah. own. And he's like, "What the fuck? They're all." He, and he ends up feeling empowered by this. Like, but not only that, because everybody kept talking about the the guy with the clown. Yeah, mask. the guy with the mask that killed this guy. And like, he he's awesome. knew that he killed yeah. him. So he was like, "Hell yeah!" So I he did felt that. like some kind of anti-hero, uh-huh. man. He's like, "Man, these guys are looking up to me. They're being moved by what I'm doing. I finally feel noticed." Noticed, yeah. Right. So then he ends up preparing, and, and you know, he's he's practiced this thing for the Murray show. His friends end up coming to the apartment. Oh, because they hear about yeah. his mom's death. Hear about the mom's death. And he, at this point, he's already practicing putting on the makeup and stuff. I think he just has the white makeup yeah, on his Yeah, and face. he has his green hair. Yeah. Uh, when we say his friends, we're talking about the guy who gave him the gun. Yeah, the guy who gave him the gun and then the midget that kind of like... Yeah, the, the midget short dude, person. The short guy that kind of like... That's like running... I think he he doesn't... I want to say he runs the... No, he doesn't run it. Or is he, he one just, of the performers? I think he just gives assignments. Okay. He's yeah. kind of like the secretary, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. But, but he, he was, was the always... he was the only one that was nice to Arthur. Yeah. He was always nice to Arthur. Yeah. So that's important because what happens next is some fucked up shit. So, anyways, Arthur lets him in. They try to like, hey, we're sorry, man. We heard what happened. Well, he hears a knock. Yeah. And I think he I think he thinks that he's they're the detectives. detectives yeah. Because he carries the, the he takes some the scissors. scissors. Yeah. And anyways, they they start saying, hey, we're sorry about your mom. Are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm actually celebrating. Yeah. Right? They're like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. So then after this, Arthur kind of just loses it, man. Well, it's it's because they bring a bottle of wine. Yeah. Like, all right, we're going to, you know, so you can feel better about yourself. But the thing is that the guy who gave him the gun wasn't really interested about the fact of his mom. Yeah. The other, the, the short guy was, but the dude was more interested about the fact that because he told the cops that, but he got the gun from them. Right? Exactly. So then he's like, "Why'd you snitch on me?" He was kind of there to handle the beef, right? Yeah. And then Arthur's just like, "You know what? Fuck this! I don't got time to talk about." It. And he just starts brutally stabbing this dude in the neck, and then he shoves it in his head, in his eye, and just his starts smashing his head on the fucking wall, dude. And then the the, the short guy is like, "What the hell? Yeah, Arthur, what, what are you the doing? Fuck? Oh, he's like scared to death. He's like crying. He's like, oh god." Oh. <laughs> And Arthur at this point is like sitting on the floor covered in blood, dude. It's a powerful scene, dude. Just that cinematography on that scene alone where he's sitting next to the to the body, bleeding, and then the the whole like he's got the blood all over his face with the white makeup and it just looks 
So fucking cool, yeah. man. Not only that, we, we go back to what you were saying earlier. The angriness doesn't make him uncomfortable. Make him uncomfortable. It's the one time where he feels in control. And he doesn't laugh. Yeah. It's like he's in control, exactly. So it's really crazy. It's man. really powerful. Yeah. It's really powerful. And then, he, anyways, he ends up letting the short guy go because he tells him, he's like, you were the only guy that was nice to me. He yeah. kisses him on the head and then lets him out. He's like, see you later, baby. I'm not going to kill you. Not only not only that, but uh, it was a really funny scene. Yeah, because like, he told him, you can leave. I'm not going to kill you. But the door was locked and the lock's all the chain. way at the top with the chain. He's like, hey, Arthur, uh, could you let me out, please? He's like, oh, fuck, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Which is really, it's the transition was really. Uh, that was just like it was like a nicely shot. Yeah, scene, it was man. nicely shot. He just He's brutally like, oh. murdered somebody <laughs> and then boom, a joke. He like completely just switched, right? So yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like it's like an on-off switch for Arthur yeah. at this point, right? So he's able to like, he's in control. He's not yeah. feeling uncomfortable. So after that, he ends up going to the to the, what's her name's? Uh, no, he ends up going to the interview, right or whatever. Yeah. There's a scene before this that we ended up skipping where he ends yeah. up going... I think it's after he kills his mom. He ends up going to Sophie's apartment yeah. that just happens to be unlocked for some, some reason. Weird, weird ass. And as you remember, he made up that entire relationship. So this is probably only the second time she's seen him. He's just sitting in her apartment. Yeah. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing in my apartment? You're that You're that guy. You're, you're my neighbor. Arthur, yeah. yeah, you're my neighbor. And he kind of just turns around and he does the gunshot thing again. And, and she kind of gasps. Yeah, and but we don't see nothing else yeah. from her. After that, he walks out and that's when he starts dyeing his hair and yeah. shit like that. So we're open for assumptions on that part. Yeah. Whether he killed her. Or he let her go. Or he just, you know. I honestly like, think he killed her. I think he killed her too. I really think he killed her. Yeah. Maybe even the daughter, which is even more fucked up. Yeah. But yeah that scene kind of got left up for interpretation. But uh, yeah, so anyways, after that, the whole event of him killing the guy that gave him the gun. Uh, then he does the final, he actually does the Joker persona, right? He gets the suit, he puts the makeup on, mm-hmm. and he starts doing the dancing scene on the steps that we see in the trailer. Oh, yeah. Which was a badass scene, man. It was a really man. good scene. It was a really the good song scene. that they played while he's mm-hmm. dancing, and just does the dance and the, how carefree he was, yes. was so fucking cool, he man. Felt, he felt free. I he, thought that was yeah. awesome. I can't remember what the song was, but it was I that. It was like either. the one that you remember, like in those football movies, like ding, 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 ding. Oh yeah, ding, ding. yeah. Like boom, 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 that's how it boom, sounded boom, like. Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like he was getting ready for war or something, uh-huh. man. But it was such a badass scene. It was a really good scene. And then shot, you see while he's doing the whole thing, he finishes his whole like dancing skit that the detectives were there the entire time. <laughs> yeah, in the back. Having and apparently, I'm, I'm assuming they saw that he killed the guy in his apartment. Uh, it could be yeah. Yeah. So they they were basically after him. So then they start chasing well, his not ass. Not only that, but they were like, "What the hell's wrong yeah. with this guy?" He's like, he's "Hey, like, Arthur, this you guy's know? crazy." Yeah. And he starts running. He starts start chasing him, and that's when he gets hit by the car. You see that in the trailer too. Yeah. I think we actually had that scene leaked like years or like a couple yeah, months a couple, before the yeah. movie or the trailer even came out. That was part yeah. of like the leaked footage and stuff that they had, uh, like the the cast set photos mm-hmm. and stuff. And then they end up in the subway where all the rioters are with the clown mask, and he kind of just blends in. Uh, that was the scene as well that got yeah. leaked. Yeah, yeah, that was the scene that got leaked when he's running and he kind of takes the mask and throws it in the trash. Mm-hmm. Anything. Anyway, what happens in there is that well, the rioters, yeah, the rioters start attacking the cops, and the cops accidentally shoot the gun and kill somebody, and then they oh, are yeah. beating the shit out of the cops, and yeah. then you know Arthur's able to kind of slip through. Well, or not Joker only that, at this point. Not only that, he takes off his mask, looking at the detective. Yeah, like, and bitch. starts laughing. Yeah, he does a little laugh. And he just walks away empowered. Yeah, like, like empowered. He's like later. He does yeah. a little. Dan- <laughs> he does a little dance, yeah. and then he walks off. And then at this point, he ends up at the Murray show, mm-hmm. uh, and 
uh, he has that interaction from the trailer. He's like, okay, hey man, what the hell happened to you? Because Murray's yeah. used to he's not he wasn't dressed as a clown. And uh, when he when went he was, up in the yeah pogo the comedy show. at the pogo show, so he's like, what the hell? What happened? What's with the makeup? Mm-hmm. He's <laughs> like, you know that time you called me Joker on your show? Well, that's what I am, man. I'm a Joker. So you know he, that's when he tells him, you know, can you can you introduce me as Joker? So then that that was a cool little scene, man, because you get that point where he's just kind of. He's out of there, man. He's yeah. full on embraced this Joker persona, and then I think this is where where the climax. This is towards the end of the film. You get this interview scene, which I think is some excellent acting from Joaquin Phoenix, man. Ha- yes. Even Robert De Niro did a damn yeah. good job, man. They're kind of just interacting, you know, basic talk shows like, hey, so Robert De Niro's kind of trying to poke fun at him, right? He's yeah. like, so you got a joke for us and all this crap, <laughs> and like, what makes you think that you can do like, be a comedian? What like what drove you? Well, he says a joke, yeah. which is not really a joke. Uh, he says, like, knock, knock, who's there? He's like, oh, your son's just been hit by a car and killed. <laughs> and then everyone's like, what the f- <laughs> <laughs> And the lady next to him's like, you can't say that. That's not funny. <laughs> so then Robert De Niro's like, yeah, man, we, this is a family show. We can't say stuff like that. And then that's when uh, kind of Arthur goes on this whole spiel about he's tired of being shit on by society. Yeah. Um, the decency of the city is gone. They just walk all over him, and then he starts. He starts his confession here. This is this is where he made the most sense. Yeah, he made like, the, his confession here about killing those, those three guys. Those three guys. He's like, oh, everybody's all riled up because three Wall Street guys were killed. But if I'm dead, you'd walk right over. You know, he's yeah. like, you know, he's like, you guys don't give a shit about people like us. Which you know? is true. It is true. And yeah. he was kind of he was he had a justified point, and. You can see that he was getting riled up this entire mm-hmm. time, right? He's like, I've had it. You know, it's time that you guys kind of feel like, he's like somebody needs to be taught a lesson, right? Yeah. And from the whole point, from the since the middle of the movie, we had this feeling that he was going to kill himself as a statement. Yeah. And he makes the decision not to during this whole spiel where he's making his confession. He realizes that me killing myself, they're not going to give a shit. Yeah. You know? So I gotta do something even more drastic. Yeah. So he made a not. The whole thing was a not a joke. Yeah, it was a he was joke. Like, knock knock, and I don't know. I don't remember the joke, but he's uh, like, "What happens when you get a social like a, a person like I think, I think beat by social injustices and neglect." Yeah. And then he said he says something like me right or something like a pissed off clown or some shit like that, and then he shoots Robert De Niro in the, in the fucking, fucking head. head. And then what's even worse, he gets up and still shoots, shoots him again <laughs> until he's out. And he's just like, ah. <laughs> and yeah, that's when all hell breaks loose in the and city. And this was all done in live TV. Yeah, by the live way. TV. So everybody got to see. This all shit. the writers saw this, and they kind of saw, sort of, uh, Joker. Yeah. Who's basically he's Joker now? They kind of saw him as the leader of this movement now. And touching up on that scene, it's basically a fucking shot for shot almost. To me, it looked like it. From the Dark Knight, when uh, the Joker in the white suit's on the top oh, show, yeah, and he yeah. ends up shooting yeah. the, the oh, guy in did. the head. He did shoot the guy yeah. in the head. Yeah, that's right. So it's literally a recreation of that scene, which yeah. is cool. They've taken iterations from different Jokers yeah. and kind of made their own sort of origin. It's definitely heavily influenced by Killing Joke as well. Not only that, but uh, the Joker has this persona, right? Where he kind of like makes poke fun of what he just did or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And he does that in this movie. He grabs the camera. Yeah, and yeah. And he puts it in his face in such a style motion, right? And then it cuts off. Yeah, but, they cut him off. They yeah, cut him off. <laughs> but the style that he did it, it was really like, 
Like he was, I, and you yeah. couldn't really hear what he was saying. I wish you could hear what he yeah. was saying, but he was like, he was kind of making this closing statement, and they mm-hmm. cut him off midway through. Yeah, we'll probably have to go see the movie. Yeah, again, so. but uh, which I will. I'm gonna go watch it again yeah. tomorrow, to be honest. But um, yeah, so you get this whole thing, and after that, kind of Arthur walks out, and you you find out he's get, he gets captured by the cops. Right. Uh, yeah, he's in yeah. a cop car. He's in a cop car, and this is a nice little callback to Heath Ledger's Joker in The Dark Knight. And the cops when he's kind of staring out the out the car window, mm-hmm. and he's seeing all the havoc that he caused, yeah, and all the sort of damage. And now the city's all rioting. There's fires everywhere. They're breaking windows. They're looting and shit. And, and people know where he's at. He starts laughing. Yeah. And the cops like in there is like, shut the fuck up! What are you yeah. laughing? And he's just he's look what did you just cost? He's he's like, I know it's nice, it's great. <laughs> it's like it's it's awesome, right? Yeah. And it's like they're all here for me and all this shit. And then you see an ambulance come and just fucking T-bone the damn yeah. car. And you find out it's one of his uh, supporters followers. or followers, right? Yeah. And they kind of take him out the car. And the way they take him out of the car is almost like Christ. It's like really religiously. Yeah, like religiously. He's like they have yeah. his arms spread out. And they're taking his whole body nice. They're being gentle and, with him. And, and the thing that Todd Phillips did here is that he didn't put it to him the nose with yeah. it. He was just kind of like... Look! Look! Look at the imagery that we're trying to project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very Zack Snyderish. They they see him as like an idol, uh-huh. like this mor- the mortar or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, and so they kind of lay him on the hood of the car, and he comes back. And while this is happening, we get the classic Thomas Wayne, Martha oh, Wayne yes. death scene. So you find out that while this writing is happening, they end up finding out. So they try to leave the theater. Uh-huh. Uh, they get out of the theater and they turn on Crime Alley. And they're like, let's go through Which, here. Which, to me, oh, why I would have rather just walked through all the rioters and shit. <laughs> like, let's go to this dark alley well, where I, there's I, nobody. I understand why they did it. Yeah. Too, right? I mean, they could have gotten killed regardless. Bruce is with them, obviously. Yeah. And they go, and then you see one of the followers notice that it was Thomas Wayne, who they're all revolting against. And then he had just talked a bunch yeah. of shit about him, too. So he turns in there, and boom, it's a quick scene. He's like, hey, Thomas Wayne, or Mr. Wayne. <laughs> yeah. Turns around, boom, shoots he, he him. He tells him something like, this is all your fault, or something no, like that. No, I think that. he just tells him, fuck you, or something or, yeah, like something that. Yeah, something like that, right? Yeah, it was something it was really like, simple. Quick, yeah. It wasn't like this big villainous spiel. Like, yeah. Just know, I want you to know the one guy that yeah. beat you, or whatever, all this bitch. <laughs> no. He's just like, fuck you, and he shoots it, him. It was, it was really comedic. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is because, I know they died, right? But like... Yeah. They show this at every origin for Batman. Yeah, and they now didn't they're wanna... showing it at yeah. the end of a Joker movie. <laughs> but not only that, it was like it was like literally five seconds. Like, yeah, it was hey, really dude, quick. Boom. Hey dude, boom. And then grab the pearl necklace, yeah, rip, it, rip out, it off. You're done. That was it. <laughs> and then the cool thing about this one, I think, that kind of just gives you like that emotional gravitas to the whole death scene is that you see the blood splatter of Martha on the Bruce's face. Who Bruce had a really distant relationship with his father, but he had a great relationship with his mother. Which is why we got the whole why did you say that name in <laughs> freaking Batman versus Superman? Uh, one, one thing about that, though, is that the, we get two origins here. Yeah. We get the origin from the Joker. And then you get, and we get the origin from Yeah, we get the Batman origin. They, usually, it's Batman creating the Joker, right? Uh-huh. So this time, they flipped it on its head, and it's, ironically, it's Joker creating Batman, which is bad ass. badass. I mean that scene with with the whole death of Thomas Wayne didn't really affect me in any type of way. Nah, because I'm like, it was, man, I've been there, done that. Yeah, whatever. but it was it was so quick. You're like, oh, that's that yeah, was badass. I don't know. Part of me felt like it was gonna be Bruce being shot, and they're gonna do that whole alternate oh. alternate Earths where 
you know, Thomas Wayne becomes Batman. That would have been a lot better. That would have been crazy, dude. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, they shot the kid. It's like, like, we're about to get that yeah. Batman from, from the Thomas Wayne Yeah, thing. using guns and yeah. shit, but um, from, like, Flashpoint. Yeah, Flashpoint Batman. But, uh, yeah, they, they just this one with the regular, like, Batman origin, mm-hmm. kind of, you know, his parents dying in front of yeah. them, and the pearls flying and <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so while that, and then Joker wakes up, and he realizes, holy shit, these people are following me, man. Like, I'm like this. They notice me, right? And you can tell he's kind of like, he he opens his hands, like, he's like, oh, follow me. He got this whole, like, Jared Leto vibe to him. (laughs) He has, like, this, uh, and he starts doing this little dance. Yeah, he starts doing a little Tai Chi shit again. (laughs) And then he puts his fingers into his mouth where he's bleeding from the car, right? Yeah. And he does the smile. He stretches the smile, and he has that final eye, he's like, joker that's joker dog yeah. he's he's done he's gone and uh after that it cuts and this is the weird fucking part of the it's whole like fucking a, movie man asylum too yeah it cuts and he's in an asylum he's in full white no makeup with he looks a, he looks a little bit older mm-hmm. with a cigarette and he's talking to a psychiatrist and she's like he's laughing mm-hmm. and she basically asks him what's so funny he's like you wouldn't get the joke. Yeah. <laughs> so you're just sitting there like, wait, what the fuck? Is this well, well, all... He walks, well, he walks out and, and it's red. Yeah, foot, so he's, foot... he walks out, he cuts off him walking out, and his footprints are like red leaving marks. red marks. Which is blood. Well, we assume it's blood. Yeah, so basically, I think he killed that yeah, bitch. Yeah, he killed <laughs> But it was... With a uh... cigarette, dog. That's gangster. How do you kill somebody with a cigarette <laughs> that draws blood, dude? Um, not only that, uh, in the very end, it's very comedic too. You know, he's he's walking. Yeah, and the and the guards are like chasing him <laughs> and, and they, shit. Yeah. It's going back and forth. Like, oh shit! He just killed her. Somebody stop him! Yeah. But uh, yeah, and then I, that's how the movie ends. Pretty much. You get a little like cartoony. The end. The end. Yeah. And then that's it. It cuts off. And man, dude, honestly, let's talk about that ending and what 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 the interpretation's been put. So. There's a lot of stuff out there, a lot of like theories and what it could have been. Um, I've kind of shifted towards the theory that it was all a story, that it was all made up. He was kind of just telling his spiel to this like this psychiatrist or therapist, whatever the hell she is. And uh, why I think that is because of the scene at the very beginning of the movie where the social worker says, "Hey, you just got out of an institution," and it cuts to him smashing his head yeah. on the institution door, which tells me. He never got out of the institution. He's been in there the entire time. And which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And it, I think the way that, that uh, Todd Phillips did this is he left it open for possible sequels. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I don't. the ending was great. I don't see yeah. any uh, any other way without a, a cliff. Because it's, no, it's not a cliffhanger. No, it's not. It's, it's not. It's an ending, but with an open possibility for a sequel. Yeah, so. it's, it's left open for interpretation. It's a lot yeah. of like Martin Scorsese type films and even Christopher Nolan type films mm-hmm. where they kind of leave it for uh was he was she like like, you know and i think i think it's just the perfect way to end this film man because it's you just sat through an an hour two hour of just like fucked up trauma shit i mean not only that it's the whole movie it's more it's it it brings you in brings you out yeah with the whole scene with uh sassy beads um being his girlfriend and then he he made it up so that's the whole thing too and i think that's kind of why that theory kind of has some sort of validation is that we just know, like, we just found out that he made that shit up. What's so, even worse, though, is that he's saying a made-up story about him making stuff about, up, right? Yeah. So, so it's sort of you. like this convoluted nature to it, right? So is he, like, writing the story as he... As he like, goes. Oh, you know what? I, I don't like that. Let's, yeah. Let's switch it up a little bit. And that's the thing, right? So it's hard to have a set story because the narrator himself is kind of fucking crazy. Yeah. It's Arthur who's narrating the story, essentially. Mm-hmm. So I think that's just a beautiful way to put the story, yeah. man. It, it was it, and it kinda, executed 
awesome. Yeah, right? it was it was beautifully done. Um, but it kind of the that that theory sort of kind of clashes with the whole fact that if this is a Joker movie and it's based well loosely based based on the DC character, yeah. right? Did Thomas and Martha Wayne really die? Yeah, did they really die? And does Batman really happen, or is this just another crazy guy? Just yeah, does Batman ever happen? Right? Or is he making? Was the riot real? Like, yeah. Was Thomas Wayne really running for mayor? Yeah. So did his mom does ever Batman make it exist? out? Yeah, exist? Like, yeah. So there's so many stuff that you can kind of just ask yourself, man. So how are they gonna? If they do do a sequel, which I I, I doubt they'll do, I a doubt sequel. it too. I don't think it will be connected to anything. This big. is this is just going to be a standalone film. I think people are hoping that it somehow connects to the uh, Matt Reeves Batman, which no, I don't think it's going to happen. No, either. I think this is like the Shape of Water, and yeah. just leave it leave it be. Yeah, you know, Shape of Water is a great film, Oscar winner film, and, and it just kind of that was it. It was yeah. its own little isolated thing, right? And yeah. I think that's how, how they should approach this. Uh-huh. I think it's a good film. It was good for what it was. It did its job. It it was meant to make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. And I think, so, going on to the controversy now of the film, right? So, the film right now is being hated and shit on by the critics. Which, uh, it's I don't think it's justified, to be honest. It's not justified, yeah. I think, um... It's got a 70, you said, right? 70% score yeah, critic which score is on Rotten Tomatoes. And 93% audience yeah. score, which is such a huge fucking gap. Yeah. I and mean, it, it's, it's all politics here. I yeah, think the definitely. reason why the movie did so bad with critics was because of the politics. Yeah. And if they give a good a good review, then they'll be like... Oh, oh, you guys are New promoting York violence. Yeah. yeah, promoting violence. Which is it's such a bullshit thing, man. Because How is this movie, out of all the fucking movies that have come out over the past year promoting violence, you've had movies like John Wick, you've had horror movies like Halloween, and you don't see people, oh, I'm motivated, I'm going to go Michael Myers some bitches. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what the hell, dude? Like, this stuff is not really, like, people consciously choose to go kill people. Yeah. Right? It's a conscious decision made by somebody, and that... It's controver- It's controversial because the media made it controversial. Yeah. They created this narrative, and I think even, I think the directors about this is dumb, fed up about it. Joaquin Phoenix seemed fed up about it. It's it's been known that he's walked out of an interview. Yeah. When asked this question, say, like, "Hey, do you think this movie's going to incite violence?" Well, now it is, asshole, because you yeah. just asked the question. You yeah. put that out there. You created this narrative. And it's and the movie. I mean, the the okay, Arthur Fleck kills. Five people? Yeah, John Wick kills fucking hundreds of people, yeah. dog. Keanu like, Reeves is an animal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he only kills five people. And yeah, though only... it is graphic, it's not as graphic as well, other shit we've not seen, even man. That, because like, the only kill that he was really graphic was the, si- the, the scissor scene. Yeah. And that was it. Like, nothing else happened, be- you know, after that. Oh, they killed Thomas Wayne with a gun. They've done that plenty of times. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like you can you even count the death of Thomas and yeah, Martha dude. Wayne? No, you can't. You I know? I just I really think the controversy behind this film is exaggerated. It's unwarranted, man. I just I think I think it's, this movie should be looked at the, like a the opposite way. Yeah. And the reason why is because once you go and see this movie, you're able to see what somebody would probably you know uh, what what a they go through, right? Health. It's yeah. like it's it's plausible. We're not there, and not ever in the movie. Isn't making you root for Arthur? Yeah, no, never. It's 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 explicitly lets you know multiple times that this this dude's deranged. He's fucked up. He's not right. He's not all there. Yeah. But it try it, it wants, does it does want you to feel bad for him at times because of the shit he has to go through because he there's that there's points where he doesn't have full control over his life. Yeah. It's just a, a, this roller coaster of like just bad shit that's happening to him and 
He just happened to make the conscious decision to take it to this extreme. Yeah, it's not justifying his decision to take it to that extreme. Yeah, it's just the decision that he made. Yeah, exactly. He's he knew what he was yeah. doing. If he didn't know what he was doing, then it'd be a different story. Society did not push him Mm-mm. into doing this. He consciously, he hey, the the circumstances that I was put in because of society, this is my reaction. Now, we're, not once in the films is it saying that this is the reaction to take or nor is it saying this is the, the only reaction that's possible. Yeah. Because if you remember, he was considering killing himself yeah, yeah, exactly. before deciding to kill anybody else. Yeah. And I think this movie well, kind not- of scared itself away from approaching it in that manner. Yeah. It, 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 it focused on his sort of mental illness for a little bit, then it kind of put it, brushed it aside, right? Yeah, but not only that, when he killed those three guys at the beginning, he didn't do it because he wanted to kill them. It was self-defense, man. It was, self-defense. It was just it was like a reaction. It was a trigger that happened. Yeah. It was just this buildup of emotion, and he. I mean, just imagine yourself getting beat up. Yeah. Like you're you're defenseless. You don't know how to fight. You're scrawny. He wanted yeah. nothing to do with those guys, yeah, man. He, and he, exactly. he gave him. The, he was tried to tell him that he had a condition. He tried to give him the card. They didn't take the card. And, and they just proceeded to whoop his just, ass. And he, I mean, he defended himself with every right. And I, I and it just happened that he felt a certain way after yeah, doing this. Yeah. And that's where it progressed. But like I said, these are conscious decisions that he made. Yeah. So Regardless I mean, of his mental illness, regardless of his trauma. Like I said, the movie kind of cowered away from, from the, letting yeah. that be the case, right? Oh, he's doing this because he experienced a lot of trauma as a kid. Or he's doing this because he's got mental problems. and he can, Which you know, I, I don't think the movie was initially it, it, offered that. Yeah, it never it never fully went with that. Yeah. It was a build-up and mixture of things. And then eventually it made, okay, he made this decision. Yeah, it was it was more like, it's real life. Yeah, this that especially that scene where he's practicing on what he's going to do in the, in the mm-hmm. fucking interview. He's That's where he's like, he's fully aware of what he's doing. Exactly. So, I mean, that he's messed up in the head, he's messed up in the head. Yeah, yeah. But I, I personally he feel like this He was still aware of what he... Yeah. Yes. Fully aware. 100% aware what he was doing. He knew that his life was sucked. He made a choice. He and... made a choice. And, you know, that that choice led to... Now, we're not, we're not uh, advocating for violence. No, no, no. And I don't think the Never. movie is either. It's, it's yeah, still it's put, It still pins Arthur as, the, as, as sort of the villain. He's still a villain in yeah. this movie. It's not idolizing the villain. It's just a character study about a guy who just got shit on and then he actually made the wrong choice pretty honestly. much and i think even robert de niro kind of was telling him was like you know you don't know nothing about me i'm not a bad person this is mm. sort of a persona yeah and i think that's what he was trying to pitch like this is a persona that you're choosing to live by yeah you know regardless of what society does to you this is your persona this is what you chose to do yeah so i just think that the controversy behind this movie just needs to chill man it's, yeah they're they're it's exciting yeah all the controversy the controversy in this film it's creating more violence. Yeah. It's creating other people to... Because of the media, not the movie. Yeah, the media. The controversy yeah. regarding the, the media. The is creating media. this narrative, and honestly, it could be the media's fault if it incites exactly. any violence. Exactly. It's, it's exciting. It's yeah. exciting more violence, and it's, so. and it's not fair because... Yeah, because all of a sudden, now you can't make movies all of a sudden? Yeah. When there's been way worse movies than exactly. this. Exactly prior to all this crap that's happening man exactly so i just think yeah man i I just i really don't think it's warranted man but Um, anyways i think the movie's still gonna do relatively well uh well it's already it's already made over 20 20 million dollars yeah they're saying that it's gonna make up to 100 million this weekend which is fucking crazy that'll be a record especially for because it's considered technically it's considered an an, an indie film yeah that's what they're considering it and i think another thing that i noticed when the movie started i didn't see the dc logo Oh, I don't think I don't think I saw it either. I saw a WB logo, a new mm-hmm. WB logo, yeah. Warner Brothers or whatever. I think or this Warner is the whole, Media. I think it's the whole. Oh yeah, because yeah. they bought with the whole Warner Media thing, yeah. right? 
I think this is a whole DC dark style. So there was yeah, but there was no DC logo yeah. or anything telling you that this is DC. Right? Yeah. You kind of just know okay, it's Joker, it's DC. Yeah. So that was interesting. Um, if you, it, we highly recommend you go see this movie. Yeah, definitely. If you can go see it in, in premium format, Dolby style, IMAX, I would you know it'd be it'd be really best. If you don't feel comfortable going to the movies, I would wait it out a little bit because yeah, this definitely is gonna wait die it out. out. Yeah, I mean there's. Because of the media, like we said, there's there, like a, when I went to go see the movie, there's a lot of cops there. Yeah, people were a little bit on edge every time somebody walked in the theater. You can see like everybody's head shift. But like I said, this is not because of the movie. It's because the media put this in our damn heads. Yeah. Hey, be careful out there. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, and there's no re- there, there shouldn't be no. no yeah, reason the movie for that. is is amazing, man. If That's you can go see film. it, if you can kind of put that whole stuff behind your head about the whole media with the, the way they're treating this film. And it moves you. The movie yeah. moves you. It draws emotion from yeah. you. It makes you feel uncomfortable. It makes you feel sorry. It makes you laugh. Like, it's a perfectly well-structured film. It's a masterpiece, man. It's an art. Yeah. I think it's... And Joaquin Phoenix, you got to see this, man. Like, this guy kills the role. He's fully invested and committed to this character. And he brings sort of like a human sort of quality to this. Yeah. He's not just... You know he's not just acting. It's almost as if he is Arthur Fleck, man. Yeah, it's, it's like you believe. You believe that yeah. he's him. So definitely go check it out in premium format. The cinematography, just the sort of art housey nature beautiful. of the film is beautiful. The score is amazing. The colors are amazing. The colors are great, man. Just... It's an all-around great performance from everybody on the team. Kudos to Todd Phillips mm-hmm. and Warner Media on creating such a fucking amazing film, man. And I'm really... Looking forward to what this sort of DC dark future holds. Yeah. Man. What other movies that they're going to try and approach? Will Matt Reeves Batman take a more serious approach like, like this, this is? One? Yeah. Because it is saying that they want to do more of like a detective type movie. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't I think, mind seeing yeah. like a serious Batman. Yeah. Even more serious and grounded than Christopher Nolan's. Mm-hmm. I think uh, if they grab a little piece from what what they did with this film and yeah. apply it to a, like, yeah, a com- like more comic book more comic book ish style movie then it'll be it'll be really yeah cool. like i wouldn't mind seeing a batman film that's like a character study yeah. where you focus more on bruce wayne and batman's kind of just the yeah. the side character of the batman mm-hmm. movie right so yeah guys i mean that's you want to give it a score or you just want to oh end it like that? 10 out of 10 dog 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 i was gonna give it a nine and a half and then and the reason why but I, it's that doesn't matter. It's yeah. a 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10, man. I love it, dude. Beautiful. I'm definitely... Um, I'm gonna go check it out tomorrow, actually. Shout out to Bradley Cooper for producing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you guys didn't know that. Fucking Bradley Cooper. Fucking Rocket Raccoon made the Joker movie, dude. Who the fuck? Yeah, who would have thought? Like With Bradley Lady Cooper. Gaga by his side, dude. <laughs> yeah. Damn. But, uh, yeah, that's the podcast, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, if you can, hit us up on uh, YouTube or our Instagram. Let us know what you guys thought about the movie. Um, and... Check us out on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I'm we're kind of relatively new to this, so we really don't know how this works, but I'll say the same spiel as I did <laughs> in the last one. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe uh, on SoundCloud. We are available also on... Oh, on, I think uh, the ratings. Yeah. Give us five stars. Yeah, on the ratings, please. Five stars. If that's, that's how it is. works, then give us five stars. I think it's ratings. <laughs> I don't know about Spotify, but I think yeah. once we get this into Apple Podcasts, it's five stars. Yeah, so we're on Spotify right now. Uh, hopefully in the future we'll be on Apple Podcasts. But uh, yeah, guys, thanks for joining us, man. We'll see you guys later.